Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Bringers. Good day. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up? So uh, we were putting down some notes here of things we were going to talk about, and there's uh, just a, I don't know what I want to say here. This is potpourri. <laughs> it's potpourri week. It's got a, we've got a bunch of things to talk about, and I told Robbie right before we got started, he was like, well, just, you know, just say that we've got some things to talk about, and we'll get to it. I'm like, every time I say that, though, we talk about one thing. We'll be stuck <laughs> on one. We, don't, That's and we fine. don't talk about anything else. So there are No some promises. Things, there are some things we could talk about not going to make any guarantees here so first things first we have a new giveaway that we are doing and this is going to tie to a story here so um we've got a back to school campaign going on we put out a youtube video talking about three chromebooks that we suggest for back to school whether you're doing you know at home at home learning or maybe going to end up going to a physical location for your schooling this this year um and so we put together three chromebook suggestions that we think are great most of them fairly affordable, I would say. Uh, oh, yeah. And then put together three buying tips in case those aren't available, given the crazy inventory <laughs> that is happening right now uh, with Chromebooks and probably electronics in general. But go check that out. That's a great little video. But tied to that, we partnered with Lenovo to give away a brand new Chromebook Duet, the 128 model. So it's the 4 128. And it's... Uh, it's a great device. It, it would be the perfect back-to-school Chromebook. Yep, and I've said this before, but my, my daughter loves uh, the one. I, I bought one specifically for um, when we were reviewing it, knowing that it was going to be like a kick-around-the-house yeah. Chromebook. Um, and so she's kind of adopted it. 
Um, and, and I told her kind of that was, that was going to be the case, mm-hmm. but, um, she, she uses it quite a bit, plays Roblox on it, but can surf the web as well. And for smaller hands, especially with kids, like the keyboard is not an issue at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me personally, it was, it was a little bit of a, uh, aggravation trying to type on that tiny little keyboard, but you get used to it over time and yeah. you can, you can. Is she, is she more it. tablet or laptop with it? Oh, she uses it as a tablet most of the time. Yeah, I was saying mine. Uh, which that, is so that's weird. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's weird. interesting. And yeah. I was just reading on the Chrome OS Reddit um, before we started this, like the number of people that just love this device. Yeah. Um, and love and it, it the, is the officially, point, you know? other than some crazy Amazon listings and a couple crazy Walmart listings, it is sold out everywhere. Yeah. Lenovo doesn't have it. Best Buy doesn't have it right now. Oh, man. It is gone. Yeah, so if you want one, <laughs> yeah, we have a, we have a free one. Yeah, we're gonna, if you, put yeah. If you want one right now, your only option is a sixty-four gig, and you're going to pay over three hundred dollars for wow, it. Unless you wild. luck out and you're, lo- I think our Walmart has one in stock. So if you want to drive to Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and buy that one, you can. There you go. But, yeah, that's so, rough, but that's I mean that's how it was when it launched. Yeah, they'll, so they'll, they'll get back. Yeah, exactly. They'll they'll it'll 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 get back to normal hopefully, but. The duet that we have is going to be free of charge. <laughs> you just have to go yeah. get entered to win. We're even going to cover shipping. Yeah, so just uh, go go check out the link uh, in the show notes or go check out that video on YouTube, on the site. Uh, it's just back to school. Search that. You'll find it. Get entered to win, and you could potentially get a brand new. I did have to take it out of the box, I will admit. I don't know if you guys know this, but I had to unwrap it and I take it out of the that. box. But I, I needed I needed the featured image for the. Um, Is it back? It's back? Oh, it's over at Best Buy. Yeah, it's back it, at Best it Buy. It was oh, out good. of stock so, an hour and a half ago. So yeah. just so you know, if you're listening to this yeah. later on today, we're film or we're recording this on Friday. There, there's a good chance it, it's going to pop in and out of stock. Yeah, we, so. might, we might have to share that out later today. We, we try not to beat a dead horse, but on this it's device... Like, it's back. It's gone. It's back. It's, it's gone. Yeah, because it's so unique and it's so popular and it is so difficult to find, I think yeah. I think people, people want to... Because we do. We have people still that email us and say... When is Lenovo going to mm-hmm. sell this thing? I check their site every day. They weren't even aware that that Walmart has the 64 gig version. So people are looking and they want to know where to find it. Yeah. So well, there we go. You might be able to get it. It it just it's it's by the it's, time we finish recording, stock, it could be gone again. It's, it's wild. I think I think anytime it pops up, if people have alerts set or it'd anything, be funny they're, if they're going if to it buy was it. sold out for me, but not for you. Yeah, I mean, it could be. <laughs> it, it really it really could be. You've already bought one. Yeah. No more for you. Yeah, I just I just returned a device to Best Buy, so maybe they banned me. <laughs> <laughs> Been so, there. Yeah. Anywho, we've 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 got one of these things to give away, and we're really uh, thankful to Lenovo for sending one over for us to give away. And yeah, like we said, if if you are interested in the Lenovo Duet, obviously it's going to make a great back to school device to have around the house. But I mean, also if you just want to get entered to win, to enter to win, you can go do that. You don't have to be going back to school. <laughs> so I say, other other yeah, people still like yeah, this device. Yeah, it's still a great device in general. So go check it out. Like I said, go over to the website. We'll link in the show notes and everything. Back to school, you'll be able to find it. So that being said. Uh, do do we want to talk about the back to school Chromebooks that we put in there? I think it's worth mentioning. Um, well, yeah. the the duet was the duet was yeah. our number one pick. Yeah, because I mean, again, it it offers so much good for you know for the not, price, not a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, at two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars, assuming you're not getting you know raked over the coals, you know, it's it's just a 
a fantastic device because one of the big things that you end up stumbling on with low cost Chromebooks is usually really bad screens. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a breath of fresh air to have a device that we can recommend to people, um, that we can, you know, point to and say, it's, it's not the fastest device by any stretch of the imagination, but Honestly, when I read comments about it, nobody talks about yeah, that. I yeah. don't, and I don't, don't know how, because it's, it's not that, it's yeah, really slow. People don't really push them that much. And I think about like, like my kids are right now 100% tablet all the time because they have the 10 E's, but my daughter's getting ready to go back to school and we'll get a keyboard for that and she'll use it for that. But to be able to have a device that's light, portable, the perfect size for kids and it's a good it's not like oh it's an okay tablet it's a good tablet mm -hmm. and then they can bam immediately turn it into a device that they can use for the classroom that there's not there's nothing else out there on the market that does no. what this device does no right? that's very true and at the, the price is price, the killer yeah. the yeah. killer part there is and the screen the screen's so good yeah because yeah. you have like price. like the tab 10 and stuff like that they're slow the screens aren't great uh, they're not bad tab 10's good Tap has got a great. Oh yeah, on it. yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it has a good screen, but insanely slow. They're really slow. You have to buy a third-party keyboard, and it's just, and you're still going to pay you like they're like three hundred dollars. Yeah, when it came out, it was almost it was three seventy nine. I think yeah, when I was it first came out with no keyboard or anything, yeah, and so, so like, yeah, I mean Lenovo's has uh, smashed it. Well, with and with not not only that, another one that we included was the Lenovo Chromebook three. Right, one hundred and sixty nine dollars at Walmart. I think somebody the Walmart was, edition. Somebody was saying they couldn't find it, and no, I clicked the link, and it was right there. Yeah, like, it's well, a lot understand. of times Walmart will swap different ones in for that listing, and they were putting one that was literally twice as expensive, but right under it was yeah, the, cause yeah, the Walmart. Walmart has third-party sellers just right. like Amazon mm -hmm. does, and you have to be careful what you're buying and where you're buying it from. Right, so. but the, the Walmart edition, it's, again, uh, low low-cost device, and so you have to set your expectations accordingly. Right. Uh, but it's solid keyboard and trackpad, pretty terrible screen, um, but a bright, terrible screen. It yeah, was like 250 it was bright. It's for, not the, definitely not the worst display we've ever seen on a cheap device. For a device. super cheap device, but it's got that N4020 in it, which is the latest um, entry-level you know, Intel chip, the the Gemini Lake R. and It scoots. Man, it does. It's a great chip, uh, especially when you start talking about cheap Chromebooks. You know, I'd, Everyone would love to see it have like 64 gigs of storage. It doesn't, uh, but it's got an SD card slot. And again, you're talking about a $170 Chromebook. Like think of the things that cost 170 bucks. Yeah. And I mean, if you want the basis. 64, you can get it from Lenovo, which you're going to pay $50 more for yeah, it, I think. Which is probably yes. for most people not necessary. No. Uh, just, you know, push your storage over to SD as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, that, that one there, obviously the win is the price. I mean, yeah. that's people are looking for you know we have people approach us all the time is there anything under 200 bucks i gotta buy three of these things you know mm -hmm. yeah. and i just need something that the screen Works. turns on <laughs> and they punch the keys yeah, they can that, connect yeah. to the internet right, it and, will work yeah. and, and honestly i mean for what it's worth kids don't seem to care that much right. and that's the thing too it's not like it's just okay that gemini like chip it it blazes. I mean, it's yeah, a it's, powerful little chip. So where you where you lose out on the screen and the the extras, you're going to be just fine in the in the computing power mm -hmm. department. Right. It's you won't have to work. Which for, is great. Yeah, I mean, for school work, it's a it's a solid that's, device. That's great so. that those. I don't want to say lower end, but yeah, the lower end chips are getting good enough that we don't have to worry so yeah, much about yeah, like that. this. Like, uh, <laughs> what, what's well, the next? We have Jasper get, Lake is next. Jasper Lake is going to bring a 
big improvement. You're talking about sm- getting sm- uh, the the process goes down, right? So it's a yeah. 10 nanometer. Yeah. So you're talking uh, about getting into the range of like older core i3 chips with these. Wow. Probably. I mean, yeah. For entry level mobile type chips that are awesome on battery, they're cheap. You know, they're gonna be they're gonna be perfect for Chromebooks, and it'll be interesting to see as the Jasper Lake devices come out if we'll start to see some of those. We're kind of seeing that now, so you'll see these devices with the Pentium Gold and Pentium Pentium Gold. Technically, it doesn't fall in that category. It's really confusing, but there's Pentium Silver and Pentium Gold. Pentium Gold actually would we would group it with Core i3s, Core i5s. Like it's it's in that realm of of chips uh the pentium silver would be like in 5000 and is there a new version of that shipping in 5000 or is it we're stuck on the 5000 is the 5030 maybe Maybe. there's like a slight upgrade kind of that along with this gemini r it slots itself down with the the you know small core processors the mobile the entry level and we're starting to see it we have a, a device over here on the shelf actually it's got the pentium silver oh crap that might be gold I can't remember. I think it's Pentium Silver, but it's got eight gigs of RAM and 64 gigs of storage. Like, I think that's the next kind of step for these mobile processors is starting to pair them up with a little bit better hardware. Um, because usually you end up seeing this, like we've got this Gemini like R processor that's very capable, but now you've put four gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of EMMC storage, a terrible screen on it. And it's like, you surround it with cheap stuff, obviously, because you want to keep the price down. And I get that, but uh, for, you know, the processor was the first thing that needed to move for education Chromebooks mm-hmm. to not just feel t- like I, I just always felt bad about right. it. Like I get it. It's for kids, but it's like, oh, well, they're just kids. They don't need anything that works fast. Brah, you know, and I'm just like, that sucks right, to but, have that mentality. But that that's that part's gone. Yeah, now, the so. cool, that's and that's the cool thing about it is that two years ago we had Apollo Lake and you had devices that had bad screens and bad keyboards and all that. And they were three hundred and fifty and four hundred dollars. Right, crazy. Now you have a hundred and sixty nine dollar device that's it's not horrible. Don't get me wrong. We've had devices in here with worse displays, but it's not great either. Yeah. You know, but the keyboard's good. Le- Lenovo does good on their keyboard, all that stuff. It, it's plastic and it feels like plastic, but it's 170 bucks with a good processor. Now you've got all this wiggle room. I've got $130 to play with to add mm-hmm. stuff to this. I can make a $300 device with this processor and actually make something really nice. Yeah, put a nice know? display. Like, it doesn't have to be an amazing display. Just put a decent display on it. Like, there's plenty of them out there, and I get it. Like, that, that's just part of the industry moving forward. I think back to when, uh, just before Chrome Unboxed had kind of gotten started, like, I hadn't even started making videos yet. Um, I was early on in web development stuff. I remember the HP device that I had that I just moved to Windows 8. Um, and it was it was not even a convertible, but it was a touchscreen. And it was the first time Windows, a, a PC felt more like a device versus a, and I've talked about this before, versus like this utility thing mm-hmm. that everyone, you just had a PC around because that's what you had to do to compute or get online. It's what kind of attracted me to Chromebooks. It's what attracted me a little bit to MacBooks, you know, for a time. It's what attracted me to iPads and smartphones. Like, it was this idea of a device, this more curated thing that that had applications for it. It wasn't just this wide open, basic computing machine. And so, like, when Windows moved to Windows 8, it's Windows kind of started falling into that line, too. And Windows 10 did the same thing. But, you know, I remember that device and starting to mess around with it a little, little bit, you know, from more of a like, oh, I could go buy a laptop based on what the laptop does, not just going, ah, eh, it's a laptop, whatever. It's got a processor and it's got a keyboard. Cool. Um, and 
And I remember that was when I started regarding the screen on on a laptop. I remember starting to look at it and be like, oh, this is a bad, that's just a bad screen. <laughs> right. Like, why did I not notice this yeah. before? And then, you know, that was around the time that Mac started shipping with retina displays on them. And you started seeing good displays, AMOLEDs just start to show up. And like the, I remember the uh, Galaxy, um, Galaxy S2, mm-hmm. Galaxy, S, Galaxy S1 had an AMOLED or just an OLED display on it, you know, and it was the first time that people really held an OLED display and you're looking at it like, Whoa. holy crap, like that looks amazing. And, and you start to see the difference in, in display technology and, you know, so over time, you know, it goes from, hey, that display is going to add $300 to the bottom line of this device to, hey, those displays are everywhere. You know, a good LCD panel at this point. 16 by 9, 11.6 inch LCD panel. Come on. They're 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 down a dozen. So I know they're shaving a little bit of money off on these education Chromebooks by, you know, putting that TN panel that's probably been sitting in a warehouse waiting to be used on something um, because you can go on resellers of screens and find hundreds of different variants of the same basic screen. Um, So eventually those are going to run their course. And what will replace them will just be better LCD screens. Again, we're not saying that they need to have 4K AMOLED screens in, in education Chromebooks. Like Those are luxuries that are nice to have but aren't necessary. But we have a $350, $400 Acer. We haven't reviewed it yet, an Acer Chromebook 314. So a 14-inch, you know, it's all plastic, and it's not trying to be some fancy display or fancy Chromebook. But it's got a nice display on it, like that 250, 300 nits. But it's a matte finish IPS mm-hmm. display. It looks great off angle. That it's was colorful. It's just nice looking. And I'm like, I guarantee that screen's not expensive. Yeah. So eventually, we're going to get rid of the TN panels, right? And and IPS is going to be just more normal across the board. It's just going to take time. That one was the third on our list. I can't remember. The 314? What no, I, we didn't put that on because it's almost a $400 Chromebook. That's the one that I was one? mentioning earlier, like the the Pentium. It has a yeah. Pentium Silver, 8 gigs of RAM, what, so which, something which like one? that. Uh, the other one is the 315. So okay. Acer is kind of consolidating, and thank God, their, their naming schemes of their Chromebooks. So like, um, the it's almost like the series is the first number, and then the, the number after that's the, the size. size yeah. uh, so the 315, we haven't actually gotten our hands on. So I'm, we're basing this on, we have the 314. So this that's is kind right. of a series, that's a, right. a three yeah. series Chromebook, which means lots of plastic, more affordable, uh, but still some, some good stuff inside. So uh, the 315, let's see, I have to read. Yeah, it's 1080p display, 15.6 inch. We found nothing about it being IPS, so it's probably... It's probably going to be a TN panel, so it's probably going to have some off-angle stuff. But same N4020, 4 gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of storage, 219 bucks. Right. You know. So for so, someone that wants that larger device. Number pad. Yeah. You know. So, uh, you know, there, there's some good stuff going on there. And, and for a good of, price. Yeah, for 219 <laughs> bucks. I mean, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, it's probably not an IPS display. But, you know, we can we can infer from the 314 we have here. Again, that's kind of their Series 3, which is a lower end, 14-inch Chromebook that the 315 is probably going to fall in line with it from a build quality standpoint. Um, then they have the 311 um, that we did not put in here, um, but it's a similar thing. So they will have a spin 311 that does a convertible. So you know, you used to have the R11, and then we had the you know 
what other model names do we get with Acers? And sometimes it's Acer Chromebook 14. It's like, well, which right. 14 is that? Is that the metal one? And then or is one was, I mean, you had, had the old Acer C720. I yeah. mean, they, and I, I never really understood what the R was for because you had the R13. <laughs> it Ro- was, rotator? It was random. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was completely arbitrary. But now it, it feels like, like yeah. even with the spin, now you this know. is the spin 713. 7 indicates high Premium. end. 13 inch. Yeah, it's it's kind of what what Lenovo does. You know, they have S for clamshell and then or standard or whatever. Right. And then C for convertible. And then you have your numbers because they have 330, 340. And then you have the 630 is the yoga. So, I mean, it makes sense. The higher the number, the more premium it is. Yeah. So, I don't know. We don't have any 500 series Chromebooks right now, do we? There's no 5. Yeah, they have 514. Oh, there is a 514, isn't there? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a nicer, it's a much easier way to organize in your head. Like, oh, this is what this what I can expect from this. <laughs> Just an evolution of, yeah. of the brand and of them kind of, of getting things in thinking order, thinking about it yeah. more and caring about it more. Yeah. Like that's, that's dedicating what, more resources yeah. to it. And yeah, we talk a, about a marketing team time. actually sitting around and thinking about this. And like, uh, why are <laughs> maybe we, doing we this? shouldn't? <laughs> well, and like Lenovo's doing the same thing too. With uh, we've got two devices that literally look like carbon copies of themselves. The second shelf there on the right. Uh, so that's the, on top, that's the flex three, 11, no three. I don't flex three. I think it's all it's, it's just, no, it's just is it called the, is it the flex three idea yeah. pad flex, flex three. three. And yeah. you said it shows up someplace like three I, but yeah. they, they, when they sent it to us, they called it three. So flex three, we had that. you got the flex five flex three is smaller. Like it's yeah. very simple and it's basically taking the place of that C three forty, which those namings are just like, where did that come from? In the yeah. Cause they had the idea pad something else for like, it was literally on their site for like two days and then it said discontinued and they, yeah, that they're just that. rebranding everything. Yeah. And yeah. I think all of that stuff will fall into the, you'll have the idea pad line. So you'll have idea pad and idea pad flex, which are all going to be your, middle of the road the flex five and all that stuff and then i really expect to see a yoga yeah we're gonna see a yoga if they don't have a hatch yoga i would be shocked yeah i i have i think they're already but if not a tiger lake for sure i think they have a tiger lake one in the works just an evolution of chrome os chromebooks getting better names finally yeah yeah and i mean honestly it it, (laughs) some of them still aren't great from pcs too like go shop for a pc have fun with that yeah, and figure out what is what and which one's the better version of this. And yeah. it, you know, it's just one of those things where Apple just does it better. They should than, just do like cars do. They should just make a a device and then give it a trim level. Yeah, why so not? This is the Lenovo 14 inch Chromebook clamshell. Here's the trims. You have an S, an SL, and a Platinum. <laughs> there Done. You go. It's simple. It would work. What do you want? I guarantee it. It'd make make buying a computer a heck of a lot easier. Well, this one's the platinum. It must have everything. (laughs) That's that's trademarked, that idea. No one go take that. We're going to run with that. (laughs) We're We're going to come up with our own line We're going to make Chrome Unboxed Chromebooks. We've talked about it before. It's like, but yeah, we wouldn't be able to make any content, though. Cause yeah, because our that whole lives would take would be, up all of our time. Would be manufacturing. One, one day, hire someone one, to do that for. Yeah, <laughs> one one day when we have a fleet of of writers, we'll we'll go do that. Mm-hmm. So one other school thing, and not really a school thing, but a kind of kid thing. Uh, I said this was going to tie back to a, a kind of content piece. I mean, obviously this is all kind of back did. to school stuff, but the Minecraft thing that you wrote about. So Kate, it actually is a school thing. Yeah, excellent. Very much so. You wouldn't think so, but it is. 
Is it? It is. This is actually specifically for schools. Yeah. Which well, is weird. Go. Ties in perfect. My perfect transition. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. I have tried on multiple occasions to play Minecraft and it just I don't see it. I don't see the appeal as far as as far as kids sitting in their living room and playing Minecraft for ten hours at a time, I don't get it. I don't see a purpose behind you're it. Old. You're right. I'd rather just blow something up <laughs> or get in a car and my kids are my kids are like in uh, uh, grid though. Grid's they, they amazing. Like grid. Braden just slams the car Formula into the wall and just sits there and holds the gas. Braden's just like, yes, realistic let's racing. Do yeah. this. Yeah. So, anyway, Minecraft. Hyper realistic. Yeah, Minecraft makes no sense to me from an entertainment standpoint. Me but either. I think Minecraft does have a lot of educational tools kind of built in, not not intentionally, but teachers have, have built entire lesson plans on. Because there's a lot of visual, there's a lot of planning, there's a lot of problem solving and things like that. Well, Robbie had written, I was back in June, maybe? Yeah, it was maybe a month, month and a half ago. So the regular Minecraft disappeared from Chromebooks. It's not there. You can't get it. You can play like Minecraft online or you can play. Which it's worth noting in this that at the time, like we're so disconnected from Minecraft. I don't know when it happened. but Yeah, no idea. It used to be Minecraft Pocket Edition. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at some point... The Android version of my like Minecraft decided that they were just going to make Minecraft Minecraft across yeah. the board, and and so the Android version of Minecraft had been for a little while at least like the legit right Minecraft. It's the same one you would play on PC, so your your accounts could actually move between the two. And my, I until all this came up, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and it's that like, was the thing. You know, it's six ninety nine from the Play Store or whatever. Um, for years, kids have tried to figure out how to get Minecraft on a Chromebook, and then. It was in the Play Store for a little bit, but I'm sure you couldn't just install it at school because it's not free and all this stuff. There's different ways to do like Minecraft Classic online. There's never been any legit way to have your Minecraft on your Chromebook. Well, Microsoft, in a bid to kind of keep a little bit of grasp in the classroom, has now released Minecraft Education Edition. So what it is is you can have... My, if you get on your Chromebook and you look it up on the Play Store, it will show up on your Chromebook. The other version will not. You can install it. It's kind of the same version, but it, but it's not. It also has some educational tools like coding and stuff built into it. But in order to play it, you have to have an Office 365 education account. Of course. Which comes from <laughs> where? Your school. So they're trying to keep some balance in the classroom because they know Google is dominating schools right now. So, And it's smart, honestly, if you think about it, them delivering it via the Play Store. This is a, a vehicle that they can, they can keep in front of all these kids that have Chromebooks in front of them already and in front of teachers that want to use lesson plans. Like... It's, it's, it's a smart move. Yeah, it's, and it's free. So, I mean, as long as they have devices with Play Store access enabled through the admins and they have Office 365 education accounts through their institution, they can install it and the kids can play it. You will, in order to, if you want to play the worlds and all the stuff you've already built, you do have to delete your regular version of Minecraft. Though. Really? You have to migrate those worlds over and remove your standard version of Minecraft. So I, that's really an odd yeah, move. It is weird. So because I'm like I'm sitting there looking at this, going, okay, I get that, you know, and it's a education edition, and there's some teaching tools. Great, that that's fantastic. Use use technology to teach kids stuff. I'm I'm all for that. But also those same kids 
just want to play Minecraft sometimes. <laughs> right. Exactly, yeah. You know, and so now you're asking them to choose between the two. It's weird. It's a, it's an odd play. Like if, if my kid has a Microsoft account and has a Minecraft set up, so now they can only play on their school Chromebook. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And I'm not sure how that works either, because if I'm logging into Minecraft education edition with my school account, that's true. I guess there shouldn't be yeah. any reason I can't keep, I guess the only thing, if you want your worlds, you've already built, I guess the only way to do that is migrate them and, and right. redo, redo your account. But you I guess imagine going to your teacher and be like, Hey, look, um, I'm all, I'm, I'm down with this whole education Minecraft account. Um, however, I have extensively built worlds uh, for the past three years that I would like migrated into my account. Can you imagine the teacher's eyes like, like glazing what? over like, what are you even talking about? That sounded like, like a moody teenager. What 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 what, yeah. what what student was that? Where was that coming 10, from? 10, 11 year old. Okay. My daughter. <laughs> I have I have built worlds and I want to migrate yeah. them. So <laughs> guarantee it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, and you know, good on good on Microsoft for doing this because it, it is another way for them to because don't get me wrong, Google's not completely eradicated Microsoft. They have a hundred million active monthly education accounts users. So Microsoft still, does, yeah. yeah, yeah. So a lot of schools still use, even if they are adopting Chromebooks, they still use Microsoft's Office 365 suites because so many schools are still tied to Windows yep. and stuff like what? that. So, and some schools use both, and that's yeah, fine. Right. But um, it's a way for them to stay in there. And honestly, Google and Microsoft have been working really well together over the past year. So it's not like this is Microsoft trying to sneak up behind Google and, you know, stick it in. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, whatever happened to Blackboard? I'm so disconnected from education That's stuff. College. Is it still around? See, we, my age uh, kind of was on the fence there. So Blackboard was just becoming a thing when I was done with college. So mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah, that's what my wife just graduated. It's still, and that's, so like that's Google, Google isn't terrible. in higher ed at all. Like Google Classroom or that whatever. Ask, that's not all, from that. At, no, Google so. Classroom is K through twelve. K twelve. Yeah, really? what it is made for. Yeah, and I am kind of surprised at that. But I've actually had some professors email me and ask me how because there's Blackboard, which the students use, and then there's Blackboard something. something. Is Blackboard still its own like company, or did yeah. somebody buy them? No, I think it's their their own. <laughs> I wouldn't thing. be surprised if they got bought. <laughs> yeah. So there's an addition for the professors that they use, and right. he, he was wanting to know how to get it running on a Chromebook because obviously it's kind of a Windows ish thing. But yeah, it's still alive, huh. and it, it's way more robust than it was when yeah, we were man. in college. Back so. in the day, it was well it was, when y'all were in college. I, it, it, <laughs> it was it was pretty. Uh, I remember it was pretty rough whenever we were trying to do stuff with it. But yeah, I've anyway. never heard anybody talk about it and be like, man, I love man, Blackboard. Oh, yeah, so I remember Blackboard so well being, being really comparable to like an old school message board yeah, on yeah, the internet. forum and, type and no, thing. Yeah. it is not like that anymore. Yeah, it, it always made me good. think of like, uh, what was it, BBS, Bulletin Board yeah. Systems. Oh man, That's, that was that, that predates, early internet. That predates the, <laughs> the open web. Yeah, yeah. KVNet and you went down to the electric company and signed up for internet. Oh it my gosh, great. good times. I came out, came out of my cave and foraged for some food. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> stoke the fire, and those know. are the good old days when you bought your internet from the electric company. You know <laughs> how you do. 
and if you had if you were rich, your parents got a second phone line. That way, you didn't have to disconnect from the internet or, to call grandma. Or if your or if your dad, your dad worked, worked for, the phone for company. Or, who, now, back who, then it was GTE. GTE, yeah, yeah. yeah general wow. Telephone Electronics, baby. Amazing. There are still manholes around that have GTE. Yep, the GTE sure are. amazing. That's yeah. amazing. So let's switch gears here real quick uh, before we take a break and talk about finally a Google hardware event where they are going to announce we think a phone are they doing oh, an get, event don't get crazy i don't think there's gonna be an event yeah. oh it's there's gonna be no virtual event no it's or anything. just gonna it's, it's gonna be on gonna the be google on the store. store it's just gonna get Guaranteed. posted monday right yep monday. they're not gonna do any sort of live stream or anything uh, no way it'll be a, a blurb on the keyword yep. and great which is makes you wonder why it was if there was an event put yeah, if there were an event of any <laughs> yeah. sort virtual or otherwise surely they would have announced it by now it's three days away all right. Well, Monday yeah, it'll show up. Or Tuesday? No. Is that Monday or Tuesday? Uh, Monday. Uh, they didn't give a time. So, so we're all meeting at T-Mobile Monday morning? No way. But what if right. there's an XL? Robbie's. There's not going to be. <laughs> Robbie's. I don't know that. Robbie, Robbie has discounted this phone and he has moved on. If it was, if they did have an XL, I'd at least try it. But yeah. knowing how this the processor, processor yeah. I, I messed with the Samsung uh, Galaxy A71, which has the same yeah, processor. That's true. And then every review I've read of the OnePlus Nord, which has the same processor. And actually, no, I'm sorry. The Pixel 4a has a lesser processor than, than those. The Nord, yeah. Uh, the Pixel. 4a 5g i think is gonna we'll have, have the 765 the, the, yeah. whatever oh, maybe God. they'll have that at t-mobile yeah. yeah still don't care who knows <laughs> what's gonna happen um but anyway <laughs> like no one playing, knows like playing PUBG on it wasn't was bad it was it was just not just that not that automatically disqualifies a phone just just so yeah. you're all for me yeah, I, for you know a, now i'm not saying for general users oh, a lot yeah. of people don't play these types of games on Nin- the phone like 90 percent of people so will probably be fine. still knowing that i'm walking around with a phone in my pocket that i can't just install whatever game i you know i'm not yeah, a huge I, gamer i play PUBG a, a lot but what if tomorrow i decided i wanted yeah. to play grid on my phone and it's I just all about it's all about be it's all about value mad. it's going to be the, yep. It's probably going to be four hundred bucks, three ninety nine. No, it's three fifty. Three fifty, three forty nine. Yeah. So I mean, you get my daughter one. Like some of those things, like again, yeah, for I kids, mean, I think it's going to be awesome. For a lot of people, I think for honestly, tons yeah. of people, it's going to be a fantastic. They're just device. trying to sell a bunch of these. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, the Pixel Three A still does great. People still love it. People don't have an issue with it. So that tells me the majority of people that pick up a cell phone aren't buying it to play a game. Yeah. You know. uh tough games on so i mean if we get outside of to be honest with you i mean i I played uh call of duty on um the uh, duet just fine like no problems even their their big battle royale map i played multiple rounds on it so you don't need much PUBG is just poorly coded (laughs) i mean it is it's 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 not good yeah Um, wow I mean, it is like there. There's no reason that game shouldn't be able to run much easier on lower hardware yeah. when things that look like Call of Duty run really well. And yeah. but I mean, it's two diff- very different studios that run those two games. You and, don't know what's involved releasing new features and games and, <laughs> and giveaways, and giveaways, and every other day. Every yeah, exactly. And yeah. secret crates. Honestly, that's and a new. That's an inside joke. Maybe we'll write an article on Gaming Unboxed about how. Bad, that how ridiculous is. it is like the difference like for such just, an incredible game yep that is not smart all enough over to learn place. from fortnite you know what though i i 
It's a complete tangent here. Getting off the rails here. <laughs> yeah. Getting I'm off the jump, rails. I'm jumping. We're going to stop the train. Getting I'm going to jump the rails. off the rails. I'm going to go into town <laughs> real fast. <clears throat> Just going to grab some milk. Um, Jesus. So I was talking to my wife last night about this, and her eyes glazed over a little bit. Um, so then he comes to us. <laughs> so then she And she fell asleep. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so. Thanks. <laughs> Robbie's uh, sitting on the couch, like looking out, just r- ranting. No, I'm lo- no, I'm looking at her, watching her fall asleep. <laughs> like, were, were you trying? Like, were stay you, awake. Was it her birthday? Was uh, you, yeah. no, no. Oh, I was like, that's no. why. <laughs> she didn't want to hear Robbie's that. Like, Robbie's like, so I've been thinking about something, and she's like, ugh. No, I'm, 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 I'm putting two stories together here. Technically speaking, uh, to be honest, the thing that glazed her over, honestly, she literally was yawning while I was telling. Her. <laughs> We're having a, a 911 issue last night with the website. Um, oh it has to do gosh. with you know servers yeah. and CDNs. Cloudflare. And, and because uh, I am the way that I am, uh, I, I just don't possess the ability to look at someone and just be like, hey, we had an issue with the website. Like I'm, fi- I'm, I'm having a hard time with it right now. I want to explain exactly what it is, which then causes me to have to explain all the things that I know about the subject matter so that hopefully you will understand fully with me what the issue was um so i started doing that (laughs) i'm not gonna do it i'm not before you go any further so she started nodding off right right at that point my wife standing behind me because i'm on the couch with my lap with my laptop I started explaining, and my wife's smart, don't get me wrong. Like I said, she just graduated college. She's got two degrees. She's probably way smarter than I give her credit for. I don't know if she actually understood what I was saying or she just didn't care because her response was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even finish my sentence. She's like, no, no, I understand what you're saying. I haven't even made the point yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. So, yeah, uh-huh. I, get, I start going into CDNs and why those matter and how that helps and what was happening and how I knew it was this and that and completely just lost her. And I'm like, well, I've already started, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you the rest of this. <laughs> I just laid out. And then I'm like, at the same time, we had an AMP issue that was just our plug-in for some reason yesterday at the same time decided to replace the, the fonts that I told it to with the standard fonts. And so I thought the problem was persisting there. That wasn't the case. It was just a stupid plug-in thing. Anyway, so I took that story and I just, I didn't want to lie here. So I, I, I that was what she was really going to sleep about. Because um, we were actually having a semi-decent conversation about PUBG because yeah. she's into marketing and all that kind of stuff. And so the, our kids love Fortnite yeah, and they, they love such a great job. They just theme everything and everything yeah. that happens in Fortnite is all based around it's that theme yeah. and it all falls into the theme. And if you go to the item shop, they'll do one day deals on this emote or this skin or whatever. And they'll bring stuff back from time to time, but it's a one day deal. You click it, you buy it, you walk away. PUBG mobile is this absolute like cluster. I, I don't even understand what they are doing. I guarantee if I open it up right now, there'd be two or three little things I got to click through at the beginning of it that have absolutely nothing to do with anything. I don't even know what the theme is for this. There is no theme for this season. So because like, it changes, and that's the thing, they'll change the themes mid-season too. Because you ha- you always have the RP season, right? Which is well, how long those last? Two, three weeks? I don't know, I think uh, like six weeks. Six weeks. That changes a hundred times in there. You, then, if you actually do commit to trying to build something with all whatever this random thing, stuff remember, they're like, giving they like, you, didn't they like build like toys on the yeah, last I one had or that. There's a little Voltron toys, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna try this, and I started building one, and I got, I got like 
one third of an outfit and then uh, oh it's over that's done and like right now you go in and like they're you collect stuff just by playing like oh you did this accomplishment i didn't i don't know what i'm doing i just great i'm just playing the game because i like the game and right now we're collecting wooden helmets yeah last week it was you collected all these <laughs> what things. does that have to do with anything yeah so they had like this margarita machine and oh, yeah. you, you make yeah. drinks by adding ingredients and you, the more you get you fill up your little board of oh you unlocked this drink and like the ingredients are like jalapeno juice and, and it has mango. to do with what like they never, there's no explanation as to, hey, for the next two weeks, we're doing this thing and you can collect these things. And if you unlock so many things, you can win this thing and you'll have, the, there's none of that. It's no, just, it just shows up. It just shows like, up. What does that mean? I remember. And you got to click it because it's the only way you can get rid of the red, red dot. dot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember last week too. I'm just giving up. There I was a thing. <laughs> I don't even mess with it. There was a thing. It was like, click this and you clicked into it and it was about something about like stealing from your friends. Yeah, yeah, could, like, I stole a bunch of stuff from y'all. What did it, it didn't even make sense, and there's no explanation. It's just like, just throw things in, and I'm like, how about you just stop doing that stuff and write the code for your game a little cleaner? Yeah, because there's that always people five that buy or, these yeah. 765 G phones can, can play, play your game There's and always enjoy five it. or six things going on at once. They make no sense. They don't tie into anything, and like you said, it's just junking the game up horribly. But you know why I think all that stems from? This is, goes back to what I was saying, talking to my wife about this. I think it all stems from the fact that PUBG showed up, if you go back to trace the origin, original thing it came from, it was a mod of uh, something Z. Uh, yeah. I don't remember the game. Uh, but it was a, a super realistic you know, shooting game or whatever. And so Player Unknown, which is just, he was a gamer, that was a gamer tag, mod, started modding that game to build a battle uh, a, a battle royale style game and PUBG was born out of that and then i don't know who, who knows how all the stuff went down as far as who sold it to what and who bought and blah blah blah. but this is a you know bootstrapped kind of deal and it's not a game developer studio this is a a dude that was modding a game right. and it got popular so epic who has a long string of popular games and unreal and they 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 use the, the unreal engine is epic's thing you know an unreal tournament they've got a long-standing history of great games already had fortnite save the world you know as a game the engine was done the, the game was done the graphics it's like here's their world they've created and they see PUBG and go we can make our thing do that so let's do that so they did it and then fortnite battle royale was launched right and this here's a game studio that knows how to market, that knows how to think through themes, that knows how to hook people, that knows how to do all these things, and they just took it and started doing their thing with it that they're already used to doing with a team of people, with a studio that understands all of this stuff. And PUBG's over here just and that's another flailing their too, arms, and now that, you see that yeah. like they're they've tried to catch up to Fortnite, and it's like. What you have created some sort of Frankenstein monster with that, all the additional stuff. The core game is still amazing. Yeah. All the crap around the outside of yeah. it is such PUBG does fluff. not have all that garbage. It's just no. fluff. No, and that's version. another problem is that PUBG and PUBG Mobile are the same, but they're not the same. They are no. there are different studios involved. It's all licensed. They all are, it is yeah. Tencent and whoever uh, else. Yeah, Blue Hole, Tencent. Licensed. Uh, the stuff from PUBG. Yeah, so the, so they they exist as two separate entities oh, yeah. and there's no there's no parody going on and whoever's running things behind the scene on the mobile side of it they just don't have a clue 
No, they I think don't. they're just throwing stuff in and seeing what people will buy and try and, you know, uh, hopefully over time, you know, they'll figure out like this is a waste of time. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee you some of that stuff's making them money, oh, which yeah. is unfortunate because they're going to keep doing it. But it's gotten really bad. And I think late. that maybe that's part. Maybe it's a, a, a fear reaction because there's rumors that in, India is going to ban PUBG Mobile. Maybe. And maybe it's just, hey, we need to we need to scrape the barrel as much as we can while we can because yeah. we're getting ready to take a hit. But still, how yeah, it's, your yeah. game's suffering big time. Yeah. yeah. And I think, it, you know, like the lessons you can learn from that stuff apply to all sorts of things. Um, and you, you see it sometimes even like with Chrome OS, for instance, there – there was a period there where it felt like from a feature standpoint, like they were chasing Just after all these things, things like, Oh, yeah. let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go here. Pandemic happened. They shut stuff down. And we talked about it last week, like this focus that they've regained. It's like, stay true to what you do. And you know, you've got an audience. People love the product. Just focus on that. Yeah. You can take features from other things and that's fine. You know, iOS is doing it from Android and all that kind of stuff. But you know, to try to put this train back on its rails <laughs> at this I point, I was going to ask if you got your milk. Yeah, I, I got it. I think I think we made it all the way. We might have gone down the cheese aisle too, um, but you know, at at this stage in it, like I love seeing that Google. It feels like they're they're just refocused yeah. back on Chrome OS for Chrome OS's sake, and it's not. They're not just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks because ultimately that's fine when you're early on. It's fine when you don't have an identity, but you know, through this pandemic, I mean, more people are buying Chromebooks than ever before, and it's a massive uptick, and yeah. so. You you've now are starting to create enough of a bed of, of users and a user base that you don't need to alienate them by just Googling it up. Like, yeah. you can't just turn stuff on and off, like, j- just because you don't feel like doing this anymore. You know, you have to stick with some of the things that you, you brought to the game and, you know, yeah. and iterate on those things and make them better slowly and, and don't throw stuff at the wall that could break other things and make a mess of things just because you have an itch to try something new. And yeah. it feels like that's kind of where Chrome OS is, yeah. is kind of going at this point. So it's, yeah. it's, that's encouraging to see. And to take it back to the phone, you know, the pixel four a that's going to come out on Monday, presumably, you know, I think, I think this is kind of a <laughs> throwaway phone. Like we've talked about a little bit. I don't know. That it's a totally a throwaway. I think the five could be a throwaway. You know, as they're trying to figure out their own silicon and trying to do if some the, other things, if like the rumors are right. Yeah, yeah, it does feel. I that mean, way. this could just be this could just be. Hey, it's like let's finally get this thing out. Let's release it. I was totally unplugged yesterday. We had done a presentation, and I was just out of the loop. I thought I figured they would at least do some sort of virtual press release. Like they're not. It's just going to show up. I mean, they could, but they've yeah. made no mention that they're doing that. Yeah, it just um, says it just says August third. August third, yeah. and the way they did it was really fun. And it was it cool. Is, that, you know, when I threw that article out real fast, you know, that's the that's the one thing I noted. It was kind of cool that look, everyone knows exactly everything about this phone. Yeah. It's been so leaked, and yeah. it, and it's so it's delayed. So it's three lo- months behind so, at this point. So so long. Yeah. Overdue. So like, just let's just get it out. Go ahead and put the thing out. But it's fun to see that they. We're still yeah. having a little fun with it's it uh, cool uh, yesterday. So changed it, up some lorem ipsum. Yeah. And in the event that cool you didn't things. see it, um, if you go to the Made by Google Twitter uh, um, landing Google, page. Google store forward slash lorem ipsum or something like that. Yeah, lorem dash ipsum. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's the main link on the Made for yeah. Google or Made by Google um, uh, Twitter page. It's, yeah. it's it's the link in their bio. Uh, you click it and you go to this page that has a bunch. It says the Google and then a bunch blah, of blah, 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 phone. Yeah. And then there's nothing underneath that except a you know a rendered 
checkerboard looking thing. Um, and then you put the you click the boxes and they change color. You put them in the same color order that the original Google logo is in, and it shows you know the low phone light. you've been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, something phone I can't remember what it says exactly but you know that was that was fun and then the lorem ipsum has just different random th- yeah, stuff like in it low light thing know, lorem ipsum is uh, Latin Battery filler champ, text that yeah. you know you use when you're designing stuff or whatever and so if you if you glance over it, it looks like lorem ipsum, but you realize there's like yeah. words like bokeh and it's fun. blur and stuff like that. In there. It was so, a cool little marketing thing. Yeah, it was fun and for and a phone that I think people are. I think the general public who doesn't know all of this behind the scenes stuff that we know, it's just going to show up and they're going to be like, "Cool, oh, a new, oh, a Google, new Google phone." Yeah, you know, yeah, like, we forget that. Yeah, like, like we, we've everyone, been so in the trenches. Like, with everyone, this dang thing. everyone knows. No, they don't. No. I would everyone say most that reads don't tech know. sites know. <laughs> 95% of the general public knows yeah. nothing about it. Yeah, They'll exactly. walk into Wherever. T-Mobile or whatever and be like, oh, there's, oh, there's a, new a new Google phone. phone. Let me look at I'll it. I'll get this. Oh, I like it. It you has know? a and hole it, punch. And it's, it's pretty. <laughs> By the yeah. way, aren't your Pixel Buds supposed to show up next month? Or tomorrow? Maybe they're going to show up <laughs> next Monday tomorrow with the month? Uh, maybe uh, who knows? Maybe yeah. they'll. Maybe they see, said maybe next month. Right? They said next month. Yeah. The 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 what is it? Not quite black or what? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Just the names. black, probably. Just black, and then the almost black, quite coral. mint, yeah. oh so orange. Yeah. Orange. Hopefully the orange. the the more colors of the Pixel Buds will maybe show up with this us. That'd be dope. It'd be so, better if they ship it with the fixes to the hardware. Yeah, man, changed. mine were cutting out so bad yesterday. I was out back uh, doing some some putting practice in my backyard, and it was awful. It was all, I mean, I almost was, I was getting so frustrated. I almost just took them out. I actually did after my first little round. It's, it was so bad. My phone was in my pocket, dude. And it was cutting in and out. My left bud just stopped working. I was like, this frustrating. I'm hanging in there. I think it's going to get a fix. I'm frustrated for you. For all my for all my haters well, I have my, that, I have that my, don't like the fact that I have, I have AirPods Pro, I have, my, I have my Jaybirds. I'll grab those. I'm playing in a tournament this weekend. I'm probably just going to take those, which is See, silly. That sucks. Isn't that crazy? Like I need a good pair of headphones for this weekend. Whenever I'm trying to focus and practice and get warmed up, and I'm probably going to grab my three year old Jaybirds that yep. sound amazing and stay connected. I could have my phone literally like sometimes I'll leave my phone in my truck when I'm going to to play uh, putt at the uh, course and it's at least f- 50 feet 100 feet away from the the basket right and i'll sit over there and putt and my my jaybirds stay connected just fine yeah uh cannot say that about the fix buds anywho I just, I just remarked yesterday <laughs> i took my earbuds out after yeah. writing an article i'm like yeah i don't know it's weird yeah. for me to feel so satisfied with the product it was, it was the same thing with the bows man yeah. I'm just like so oh, here we are so there we go we got off the rails and we're going to take a quick break for an ad and we will be right back This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord. N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. Since we were on the subject of phones, we are going to switch gear to a couple. The first one's going to be about a phone. The second one doesn't have anything to do with phones, but uh, got a couple kind of feature things here that we want to talk about that we've written about on the site that 
that we think are really interesting. And the first of which is uh, what is at this point just called Phone Hub. Yeah, and <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if that's I don't what know that it's called, necessarily going to get labeled that way. Yeah. Necessarily, this is kind of this is what it is. Yeah, yeah I think that's you know for right now that's that's where the that's what the feature flag is going to be called. Um, ultimately, the the flag looks like it's going to turn on some settings uh, that will exist in your devices. So um, it'll it'll probably just fall under the connected devices settings. Oh, it's specific. Like even in the commit, it shows like it. There's they list you see the things listed that are already there so your instant tethering Tether, for instance yeah. uh, messages it it literally puts those there and then these new three things. yeah so it probably won't be called it because remember at one point in time all of that was called better together remember yeah yeah, yeah. And then but just, that name that name never really did well it ever show up they had a Google had another initiative at some point in time that had nothing to do with Chromebooks or phones that was called better together so I think <laughs> they just did away with it <laughs> yeah, perfect sense. and <laughs> so it's just it's connected devices because there was, that just makes sense there yeah, was some other call team it, doing call it spaces or currents <laughs> or oh I still have my, I still have spaces icon it's gonna be called allo spaces is what it's allo currents allo wow. current spaces no plus currents, currents is still a thing allo current spaces plus see my icon's not there anymore but i no. still have I it mean, saved we love google but we also like dogging on google for some of this oh man crap. they crush they, they launch cool stuff and then just forget you know, about it it was all just a test oh. yeah it's funny that they let google.in 17 man google.in lapsed a couple weeks ago did you see that uh-uh. no i guess they forgot to re- renew their <laughs> 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 hurry up somebody but called they, GoDaddy. but they still have the landing page for spaces that says discontinued <laughs> 2017 so sad. three went years went over the, three years went to the graveyard you remember i remember sitting we've got a we've got a chromey chat it's just a group of guys that are some of them are tech heads, some of them are support form guys, whatever. And we all sat in a spaces chat and watched for IO? IO in 20, it would have been 20, yeah, it would have been 2017 because yeah. they killed it right after that. <laughs> Jeez. Like, this is terrible. Just get rid of this. It was a great place to just keep stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk about something. Like Maybe. Are we going to talk about that? No, I we didn't know. put that on the list. Sorry. Well, let's talk about these things fast. I don't even know what you're talking about. What were you you talking about the read later thing? Uh, Yeah. Jimmy John's will be here in like five minutes. So So, anyway, the three, (laughs) the three things that are getting added in this, with this phone hub flag, you have notifications, notification badges, and task continuation is what they're talking about. So if you have ever messed with Android on windows they have that, the, your phone thing. So, you know, like Microsoft and Google between windows and Android have gotten a lot more chummy. Um, over the last couple of years, I mean, heck, Windows or Microsoft is getting ready to release the Surface Duo, Duo yeah. X, the, you know, Pro. So it, the other one, I think it I discontinued the bigger one, the tablety yeah. thing. Yeah. I think they said, "Nee, we're holding off with that one." But the the phone, which looks really dope, it looks, honestly, it looks sick. Yeah. Um, uh, the Surface Duo will be, it's an Android phone, uh, but, you know, Microsoft's really done a lot of work on their their own applications for Android, um, and then they've got this Your Phone thing between Windows and Android, and it actually, in some ways, has more, um, I mean, it's an app I think you have to put on your phone, and it's an application that runs in Windows, so there's there's a little more work to go that goes into setting it up than what we see on Chromebooks, but... Ultimately, it gives you some some things that you don't get between Android and Chrome OS right now. That when you look at it, it's like kind of should, don't you think? Like, shouldn't <laughs> you know? Shouldn't the main function be between Google's own operating <laughs> systems, not other people's? Yeah. But that's never been the case. Um, so, 
you know, one of the things you get on on the your phone thing with Windows 10 is the ability to, like you can see your phone screen right on like as a window. So like you needed to see something or control something you could. Uh, but then you also can get your phone's notifications specifically, the ones that come on your phone. So for me, I know notifications are very different on my phone than they are on my screen, uh, on my Chromebook screen, because I don't install every app I have on my phone across both devices because right. I don't there's a lot of stuff I don't want on my Chromebook to be frank um, and so like sometimes you get dual notifications actually all the time you get dual notifications so my phone has a notification for WhatsApp and then it pops up on my desktop because I've got the WhatsApp web on there and so I don't know how they're going to mess with notifications but clearly two of the three things they're adding here are notification based yeah. so there's it says phone hub notification badge in that commit that's one of the settings so it's some sort of way that you're going to be able to tell when that notification shows up in your on your Chromebook that, that that's, that one's, that's a phone notification. Yeah. Uh, you can see it over here so you know to go interact with your phone. Yeah. Like I don't there, we didn't see anything that shows that you're going to see your phone screen on your Chromebooks. I don't I don't think that's happening uh, at least right now, but it looks like the notification stuff and then continued uh, or task continuation, whatever that means. And honestly as I was writing this article, I started thinking through what that would look like and I'm like for me, at least with my workflow, with cloud computing, 95% of things that I would be doing on my phone, I can pick my Chromebook up and continue that task already because it's yeah. cloud-based. Like That's right. the beauty of cloud computing. If I'm in the middle of writing a note in Google Keep, I go pick my Chromebook up. It's already been done over here. If I'm working on a document, same thing happens. If I'm working on a post on WordPress, it's cloud computing. So it, it's there. It's saved here. It's saved there. You know. So I started thinking, I'm like, what is what does that think, leave? Think <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't I don't task. know because like like if you if it's an inline reply or something that you started on that and then you wanted to continue it on your phone, but that that kind of stuff doesn't make sense if you're if you're already in the midst of replying to something. If, if it's Gmail, that's already saved. Yeah, it gets saved as even, reply drafts. Doesn't it? I think yeah. it does like it in what, messages too, yeah. doesn't it? If you start something on your phone? Uh, no. That it doesn't? doesn't? Okay. That doesn't. So if they can maybe continue can some of that stuff. And I think, you know, like, yeah, you can. Or maybe can if you go, have an Android app open on your desktop and then you click continue, it automatically launches it on your phone. It's like that I stuff would be really cool. Yeah, that I could be don't. cool, but that's going to take developers probably initiating an API in there right. and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. hey, we want to have continued tasks working on this. I could see it with Chrome. Like, Right now, I, I don't know what's open on, in Chrome on my phone. I don't remember the last thing I opened. But if I go over here to my three-dot overlay or uh, overflow menu on my Chromebook, and I go to history, and I look at my things, I can see in my device there's four tabs open. Uh, Chrome OS, uh, what is that? Sorry, it's too now, if you click your launcher, you can see your whichever one's in focus, or you should. What's that now? If you open your launcher, just uh -huh. press the search key. Do you not have that? Gabe, you have things. Are you that talking we, about this stuff down we here? We don't have. No. Um, yeah, I don't think they ever brought that out of flags. I don't know, it shows up for me sometimes. It just huh, depends. That's weird. Huh. But you know, I don't think it's going to show stuff up for my phone, is it? Or does your phone stuff show up there? That's my phone. Oh, that's yeah. a, that's a website I have open on my phone right now. I think yeah. I've had that before, but I don't know. Like I don't know. I think I think. But it, you could go. My point is, you could go in here to the overflow, click in there, and see what's on your phone. Yeah. Click it and, and continue where you were on the phone. But. It might if just it's a little more, yeah, it's stuff. a little more yeah, elegant, and yeah. and I could quickly some. I don't know what the what it would look like. I don't the, have the no UI idea. of yeah. that. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm looking at an article and I can get right to that spot in that article that I was looking at, you know, some of those little things, just niceties that are going to make Android and Chrome OS play better together. I think if, if, the more that they can do that, the more that they can tie those things into an ecosystem because. 
right now, like where I am personally with Android phones is super brittle. Like I'm getting pretty aggravated with the choice I have with Android phones. There's a couple things, you know, I'm, I'm holding on, but it feels like I'm holding on by a thread compared to a couple years ago where I felt like, you know, the, the, the phone store is my playground. I could just go in and be like, well, I'm going to try this one. You know, maybe I'll try this one out for right now. And, and part of that's like pixel phones spoiling me a little bit, you know, like I, I want, I want something pretty close to Google's experience. OnePlus delivers that um, enough that I'm I'm not bothered at all by what the way OnePlus delivers Android. Um, I I, I kind of love it, but now that has me tied to OnePlus only because Google's not going to make a flagship phone from what we can tell this year. So now where do I go if my OnePlus phone is having Wi-Fi issues, for instance? You know I can't. I could go trade it in. I could go do the jump on demand thing found out the other day I can't do that to the 7T which has no issues in my mind I have a 7T at home but it's promised to someone else um, so I can't jump to it because they're out of stock like they're done I don't think they're going to get any more of those so what exactly am I going to jump to Pixel 4 no so what else is there a Samsung phone an LG phone no I don't want those their UIs the way that they handle stuff I don't really care for that for a phone that's pretty similar to this so I feel all of a sudden insanely pigeonholed mm-hmm. with Android right now. Like I'm, it's basically one plus or nothing for me at this point. And so that's a weird spot to be. in. I feel like an, an iPhone user. Um, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Like yeah. this is it. it yeah. Like you've made these choices and there's some issues with the one plus eight for me. And this is the second one of these I've got. And I have Wi-Fi issues. I had it happen just this morning. I was really? looking at something. I'm like, what is, why is this behaving like this? I'm like, oh, turn off Wi-Fi. All these notifications start showing up. And I'm oh, like, oh, gosh. This is so annoying. And I can't find a fix for it. And it can't be like their suggestion is, oh, well, we'll send you a new one. That ain't going to work. Yeah. I've had two of them now. It's, right. it's a problem with your software. I don't know what it is, but it's a problem. And so I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. And the more I get pushed and pushed in this direction the more I, I keep thinking to my head, like maybe it's time to just, you know, be one of those guys that tries to make an iPhone as googly as possible and just get on board with that because all the Android phone makers don't seem to know what the yeah. heck it is they're doing. So the, the couple try, things... He tried that, didn't Oh, he? I tried it. Yeah. It didn't even work for 24 hours, but I also at the time was thinking, well, I've got all these other options, so it's stupid for me to try this iOS thing because I don't like iOS. I don't like iPhones. Uh, but it's getting to the point where I'm like, there are barely any other yeah. options. Have you tried I mean, a Linux phone yet? Apparently, maybe I need to try something. Can, pine, can somebody make a dang phone? Can we get Chrome OS phones, please? Can we yeah. just do that before I before I lose it and go iOS? But my point in all that is, um, you know, with with Android, this this new thing coming, like I'm like, oh, I definitely want to stick around because that could be really sweet, and I don't want to miss out on those things, and that's. Because my I love Chrome OS and you know, warts and all. Like I, I'm invested in this, and I don't love it just because it's our job. I, I love this operating system. I love this hardware and, and where it's going, and so that for me is guiding more of my phone choices right now. Because sure. phones are just a utility. You know, I needed to do all the things I needed to do well. It, it's just going to access stuff. It's no longer this. Wow, this is the cutting edge of tech. It's a slab. That, that delivers apps for me. And if it delivers them well and they look good and it feels good in my hand and, and works, that's really all I care about. And while I don't want to go through the process of learning what it's like to be an iPhone user, 
eventually, if, if Android phone makers don't figure out how to make better phones, I guess that's the route that I would have to take. The other device that has me still going, ooh, now that's like cutting edge tech and I could be I could be swayed to maybe fork over some cash for it. That new Fold 2. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to go the ROG 3. <laughs> the ROG 3's got me interested, too, uh, just because it's going to be a, an awesome gaming phone with some triggers on it. So If it doesn't burn you. Yeah. <laughs> just don't burn me. Um, yeah, and I, so, so there's some phones on the horizon. Um, you know, I'm kind of back to that, like, super agnostic phone guy again, like, because Google isn't doing what I need them to do, and it sucks. I hate that, and it makes me sad every what, time I what, think about it. I, I forget what's wrong with the 4XL in your mind. It's just not fast enough, and the yeah. screen's dim. Yeah. And I, as a phone, I I never really loved it. Yeah. I mean, um, it was okay. Even whenever it's like half price, because aren't they like aren't they cutting the price on it quite a bit? Yeah. Here I went and there. back and got it after the first one plus eight was giving me issues, and going from this phone to that phone made it pretty rough. Really, uh, just processor from, and screen mainly. Yeah, I mean the eight fifty five is fine, but they use the lowest clock eight fifty five, and they have very little RAM in that phone, and the battery's just okay, and you know the screen size is a little bit smaller, and so I mean all those things on top of them. You know, it just, it was like, man, this felt like a massive step backwards mm-hmm. um, in my phone. And so, like, the 7T was a breath of fresh air when I went back to it over the the Google, uh, the, the Pixel 4. And ultimately, for me, it was originally, like, you know, the, the Pixel line just brought a software experience that was so much better than everything else. But, man, OnePlus just keeps, like, shaving off all their own stuff. I mean, heck, with the Nord, they've ditched their own messaging app. They just put... Uh, Google Messages on there. Then there's some other app too that they got rid of. Because uh, it's shipping with two things that were they're just Google. Like, I can't remember it's the other. So one. close to a Pixel experience with software that you know that's that's not an argument for a Pixel anymore either. And so I don't know. I think Google realizes that, and that's why they're just going to start playing the affordable game, and that's fine. Like it, I just I just have to get used to the fact that I'm probably if that's the the route Google's going to go for me, like as a as a user that enjoys playing. 3D games on a phone is just not going to be reality for me anymore. But as much as it's going to cost, like, man, that the Galaxy Fold 2 is so intriguing to think about because I read a ton on my phone, not just news articles. I read books. Oh, yeah. To have that thing in my pocket to be able to pop it open yeah, and read a book. Scrolling through news, man. News oh, consumption, great. video consumption, yeah. gaming. I mean, that'd be sick. And, you it's know, it looks be like probably it's going to be $2,000. That'll be two grand. Yeah. Uh, 100%. But it also, to me, that that it brings back like the same feelings of like when smartphones first started really coming into their own and being like, I didn't know you could do this mm-hmm. with something that fits in your pocket. Yeah. Like it feels like they're doing something yeah. new and amazing and something that's not just it's like just utilitarian. Be, it's just going to be bulky. <laughs> it's thinner. I don't know. It's I don't thinner know. than. Yeah. Like the, this way it's yeah. thinner. It's a little bit thicker that way. But I mean. Yeah. I mean, you would probably just get used to it just like we get used yeah. to. Yeah, I, I'm I'm Everything intrigued else. by it uh, to see what they because that that event happens Wednesday next yeah. week. Um, so if, if it shows up at, at T-Mobile, heck, jump on demand. Yeah, Let's sure. just jump on it for a little Rob, bit. <laughs> Robbie's gonna go in. <laughs> jump on demand because I am I am intrigued by the the Rock Three. All phone. of um, all of this uh, all of this uh, particularness that you are hearing about has only been uh, amplified by jump on jump demand. On, oh, yeah, shame on you, T-Mobile. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It's too easy. Somebody offered it up to Robbie and it was like it was like Christmas. You know the saddest part is I didn't it didn't exist or I didn't know about it back a couple years ago when 
so the whole cell phone industry was way more interesting. Yeah, know, when, when it would have been cool. Yeah. At this point, it, it really is. Have you gone and just looked around phones at mm-hmm. T-Mobile? Yeah, it's, it's weird. kind of sad. It's weird. It's Samsung over here, Apple over here. And there's a little spot yep. over there for a couple Google phones and a couple OnePlus phones. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. Yep. There's they some still have stuff like for, one L. They have like one If you LG, go in and you LG, ask them what, what you should buy, they're going to tell you Samsung or iPhone. That's what yeah. they're yep. going to say. And and that's the thing. Like the the whole Samsung thing, like I, I don't think that their version of Android is bad anymore. It's fine. It's a lot but it's, better. But it's, it's, it's relearning a way to, oh, it's, it's to a visualize. Different, it's a different, it's a, it's almost a different, a different almost a different like component complete different user experience yeah. i mean they, they do a lot of things differently but and there's some um, do, you know multiple applications like yeah. they have their own messaging they have their own calendar they have their own this and so you'd have yeah. to basically robbie's, disable all this crap and robbie's gonna go get the fold i know it yeah. oh, oh if it's if it's at t-mobile yeah, he'll go get it oh, yeah, at least why try not because yeah. he knows he can get to give it back <laughs> I, could just, I could just take it back and be like you just they, gotta make I sure know, you get it in the morning i know likey <laughs> do they make you keep it for a certain amount of time or anything i found out that yesterday oh, gosh. no oh gosh so oh, I, I told the guy i was like because I, I went over to t-mobile the other day and i was like hey i'm having issues with this again can i can i just do jump on the man back to the 17 until there's some phones i'm looking at this one's just really frustrating me and they're like, well, you're outside of your return window because I've had it for almost a month now. Do they know um, you by name? Oh, yeah, all of them know cause when I walk in. Hey, Mr. Payne. <laughs> I'm Mr. Payne because they're all kids. <laughs> Mr. Payne. Um, but so I walk in and, you know, I've got tons of lines and, you know, I have good credit. So they pull up my account and they know, like, I'm going to buy stuff. Like, I'm a good customer. Um, so I walk in and, and talk to them about this and about the issue I'm having. They're like, you can't return it. Cause it's outside of the warranty or outside of return window. And if we do a warranty thing, they're just going to exchange it for another one. If there's a problem with the hardware, you just exchange it. I'm like, well, I, I know that's not going to fix it, but until it trickles down to where they know that's not going to fix it, it's kind of pointless here. So I'm stuck there. They don't have any, nowhere across T-Mobile has any one plus seven T's anymore. So it's like, what, what do you jump to? Like, what am I, I don't even know what I would go to at this point. Like I could go to a, $1,200 Galaxy S10 Plus for what? I know I'm not going to like that Get phone. This I know I'm not going to like it. iPhone Pro Max. And so I could be a jerk. And I, I, I did this uh, only because I didn't know what else to do. I was going to go when I went to the OnePlus 8 Pro. Uh, I did this. I had the Pixel uh, for uh, like a week, the Pixel 4, when I'd gone back to it. And I was like, I'm just going in on the OnePlus 8 Pro. Screw it. Um, and I went back to them and I was like, Hey, before I order this phone, can I just return this device? Like as a full return, I know I've got to pay a restock fee, like 50 bucks or something, but can I return it? And they're like, yeah, sure. So I returned it and I had no phone attached to my account and I went to OnePlus and bought the OnePlus 8 Pro. So technically speaking, if I wanted to be a real douchebag, I could go over there and, and jump to another phone and then, and then go just, back in a couple of days later and be like, be like I'd like I to return this. Yeah. And, I and I just wouldn't have a phone on my account. So, but with their being phones coming out in the next couple of weeks that I'm He's, probably going to give a try to, yeah, I'm just sure. going to wait and, and jump sure. to those. But like the ROG phone, I can't jump to it. T-Mobile won't offer it, Sure, but it should show up in September. So there, there's some things holding me on. Yeah. Um, and, and part of that is some of these Connection things that are coming Chrome OS, yeah. to Chrome OS. And so I'm, I don't know. I think Google's in the right for doing this kind of stuff and they need to, I just think they need to do more of it. They need yeah. to, to integrate Android and, and Chrome OS. Um, and I, I think I think they need to offer a flagship phone from themselves, and as then well. just make a Chrome Chrome OS phone. Yeah, Chrome phone. Yeah, we can we can do a whole podcast about that, dude. Chrome phone, be amazing. Hey, let's talk one other quick thing before we wrap up here, and that is USI. Uh, we went on a Robbie went on a rant there about phones. So, oh yeah, you know, 
You get him talking about phones, man. He gets Any, going. Anything. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Why don't you just just get me started? <laughs> prod me a little bit, and yeah, I gotta. It's like it's like it's basically the same thing as uh, as songs in the office. If we just hum, if we tap a rhythm that he recognizes within the next five minutes, he's probably going to be whistling it. Yeah. Subconsciously yeah. too. That's right. the fun part. So let's talk USI. Let's talk USI for a little bit, and then we'll wrap up here. I don't. Uh, yeah. USI. Joe's like I don't even know. So <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. USI. Go ahead. Universal Stylus Initiative. Boom. Yeah, there you go. It's really awkward to write because you yet. always have to put USI pen because you can't put USI stylus. The USI the stylus uni- is in Universal the name. Stylus yeah. Initiative Stylus. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, USI has just truckloads of potential. The concept is awesome. It is exactly what the name says: a universal stylus. It is. It is not one stylus to rule them all. It is one initiative one set of protocols right for you for stylus makers to put into their pens so you can use them cross device when we first discovered it we thought this is awesome when we first discovered that it was coming to chrome os we thought even better so there's not a lot of stylus options well all devices you either go buy a, a a little nubby from the store or you use the stylus that it comes with yeah i mean there are quite a few Devices that use EMR right. pens. Well, so yeah, you had, so you could use whatever you EMR could buy pen. Most, like there were different, I don't know. It wasn't always 100% like this EMR stylus will always work. Like, right. It's, I don't know, like Samsung's are technically EMR, but I don't think they work with the all EMR pens. And no. It, it just wasn't, it wasn't across the board like, hey, here's the standard. Yeah, so They'll USI just, just the goal of USI is to say, hey, if you have a device that has a USI compatible digitizer, meaning the guts behind the display you can go buy the usi stylus of your choice and it will work and it will work on any device that has in the same ways right like so the same pressure sensitivity the same tilt right all that stuff would be the same across all these pins the concept is awesome um the big problems are we we had a pre-production pin here in the office and it seemed like it wasn't good uh but then after trying it on the third or fourth device it works really well on the... It's pretty good on the Spin 13. The Spin 13. Or 713, I'm sorry. Not good on the Duet. Not good on mm-hmm. the HP that it came with. Not good on the Flex 5. Not good on the Flex 5, which are all USI compatible. So clearly, and maybe it is just that pin, who knows, but clearly it's still a work in progress and they're still trying to get things... Because, I mean, if you're talking about multiple screen makers, multiple pin makers, all having the same protocol to make their pen work the same way across all devices. There's a lot of work involved. So you got to give them a little bit of leeway there, but they've been talking about this for over a year. Now they announced these at CES with devices. Yep. And other than the HP, which is now out of stock, you still can't buy the USI pens anywhere. Like any and of them. That's the problem, right? People yeah. want them because they're buying Chromebooks based on the fact that they have USI compatibility and they can't get a pen to go with it. And our hope is like ultimately that USI pens will, <clears throat> they're going to vary in quality. Yeah. That's just the way things work. Like a mouse is a mouse, right? Left click's a left click, but they're clearly good mice and really cheap, crappy ones. I mean, keyboards, keyboard, same thing goes there. There are better mechanics that can be built in. So the same thing goes with um, with the USI stylus. Like, you know, the 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 quality of the way the pen is actually put together, not just from a weight and feel standpoint, but how the the tip will actually 
work with the screen in order to you know relay what needs to be relayed for it to write i mean there's just going to be wide variance in right. how good they are so for us to be able to like in reviews constantly like this is usi stylus support we can't really comment on it yet because we don't have any other usi styluses to try we have a pre-production one that a could not be completely working and b you know i'm not saying that this is true but hp's USI stylus could be the worst of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because sure. if you look, yeah, because this all stems from last week. Uh, Lenovo's and Asus's showed up. We got an email from a guy who did some serious digging on Asus's yeah. website and found some source code with some images and just different stuff. But he found the pins on CDW's website. They're back ordered. You can't buy them, but they're there. They're like fifty and sixty bucks. The Asus pin looks dope it's like got a little asus collection oh yeah it's the one that looks kind of like a cigarette yeah but it's i (laughs) mean it is it looks you know you're like oh apple pencil whatever it's fancy and it's probably really well built because they've branded it collections and whatever but i mean like robbie said the hp might be the worst it might end up being the best but the usi the 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 tech inside of it should all work the same. Yeah. And so it's, so, it, we won't know, like yeah. we can't know any of those things until we actually get pens. And yeah. so it's cool that they've shown up yeah. that we're starting to see signs of it. It's just odd that the tech was announced. I mean, the, the tech's years old. USI is an initiative. 20, is yeah. 2016, 2017. So it's, it's, they've been working to try to get people on board. And I think they must've just gotten Google's attention enough with this that Google's like, yeah, we'll do that. Because uh, like every Chromebook that comes out now, yeah, and Chrome USI, OS, Chrome USI, OS USI. is a great platform for it. I mean, right. if you can, if you, because if you go to USI's website, there's about a half dozen white label companies that are making these pins. So they're making them for brand names, and you can't go to these companies and buy them. But eventually, you'll be able to buy a Acer USI yeah. pin that's made by Sunwada or whichever one of those companies they choose, and. It's like the stuff's been in place. Why are they not available? It just does. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. And maybe it is just a, maybe it's a parts thing. Maybe it's a production thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it's partially a lot of those things. I mean, like we were talking earlier. I don't think there are any Windows devices. We could be wrong, but I don't think there are any Windows devices yeah, I that have seen USI. Any, yeah. It's like no, every no Chrome tablets. <laughs> all these Chromebooks are but coming all out. Chromebooks are coming they out. all have so USI. It's like, it's like, and okay. so you've got all these things that are coming out. Well. Nobody really knows the market value of Chrome OS right now. And it's even if manufacturers are figuring that out now and going, oh my God, it's blowing up. It's not like they can go have a USI pen turned around and made right. in five minutes. Like they would have had to have pre thought that, which they probably didn't think it was that big of a deal six months ago. So right. now I think what we're going to see is probably by the end of this year, we're going to see a bunch of them. But that's saying we've talked about and released all sorts of Chromebooks in 2020 with support for this thing that's not here yet. Right. Yeah. Like it'd be like, hey, this has support for uh, a trackpad. We don't have them yet. <laughs> uh, but uh, at one point, uh, this interactive it's, it's gonna, device, it's, it's going to be there. Work. It's going to be great. It's right. going to work. I swear. Yeah. We're pretty sure. We're like, we're nine, we're 70, eight, 50%. 50-50 shot. It's going to be good. You know, and, and we don't know how much of that yeah. relies on the hardware right. itself. We don't know right. how much, you know, because there's so many factors involved here too. Weird, when you start thinking thing, about yeah. Asus and, and Lenovo and Acer and these people making their own pens, well, they're going to have to make pens that 
work better with their devices. Right. But can't be from a functional standpoint. Like it can't write better on this one than it does on that one. Because right. then it's not universal. So it's not so much from a, it's, it's going to be a build quality thing that sets them apart, but it's also going to be like, if I buy the Acer one, Acer then from now on starts putting the magnets in place that are here that right. line up to their pen on all of their Chromebooks. Right. So you don't have to put a spot for your, your pen to slide in. You don't have to build a specific pen for this Chromebook anymore. You don't have to do any of those things. Just make sure to put the magnet somewhere cool that if I bought Acer's pen, my Shoop. Acer pen just yeah. chow, you know, slap exactly. to the side. You know, those those little things um, I think will differentiate some of these guys from, sure. from one another. And it's an easy play then for them to say, hey, we have a, a stylus that works with this. And the consumers may or may not even have to know that it's USI. Like there are going to be some of them that learn it and over time you'll get the idea that, hey, I, I'm going to go buy that Lenovo one that looks awesome or Bamboo starts making a USI stylus. I like that one better. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to buy this. I don't care if the magnets work on the side. I just want the best possible pen. Great. You know, those consumers that are going to do that research will do that. The majority of people are going to buy this Acer and go, oh, the pen costs 50 bucks. cool, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, or and, or and Acer's got it on their website. Hey, here's this pen. It, may, it may or may not say USI, but it will say right digital stylus for the Acer 713. Right. And they're like, oh, well, I know this. And that's the other big thing. That was my other point I was going to make is that all over Amazon, there are thousands of listings that say universal stylus. Right. Don't buy them. And shame on them for doing this. All, all those are what kind of, those are it's just, just a capacitive nub. Capacitive. It's basically. Yeah. They have the cr- ones that have the little discs. They have all these. And they say universal because they'll work on your phone, your average touchscreen, <laughs> fifteen, most 15 second hot take. Capacitive screens work by creating two points of contact. So when your finger touches that screen, it's wide enough. I can't remember the measure. It's wide enough to create two points of contact. Right. It the screen knows to put a center point between those two points, and that is your touch point. So a capacitive stylus is nothing more than a nub that can create an electric current on the screen and between those two points that fattish point that's why they have to be big fat nub right things it needs two actual separate points to create that touch so so put, putting the uh the oems the manufacturers on the on the hook for this one make sure you are clearly explaining to people what your pen is because there yep. are a lot of people out there that are that are selling styli styli styluses whichever way styluses you Some people say styluses. (laughs) Styluses. And calling them universal, they are not USI. Don't go out and buy one for your HP 12B or your Lenovo Flex because it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, it'll work. It'll work, but it's not a USI. If you've ever tried to actually write with one of those, it's like trying to write with a blunted crayon. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it feels like. With a marshmallow on the tip of it. Right. Just smudging it around. Like you can... Big, huge gestures, circling yeah. stuff. But try to take fine. notes, yeah, man. Taking notes, yeah, notes just no, not going to work. Yeah, take, g- grab a college-ruled piece of paper, cut off the end of a crayon. Try to write some and notes. And take notes for class. Yeah. And let me know how it goes. And that's very similar to what it feels like to write yeah. with a capacitive stylus. It's no fun. fun. Yeah, hopefully hopefully all of this will get cleared up. I think maybe Chromebooks were just on the cutting edge of this, and that's why we have so many USI Chromebooks yeah. and no I pens think, yet. I think but, it's, it's yeah. that Google decided to adopt it, and, and USI like, has been looking for someone, a flagship, and now, yeah, a torchbearer. But now, I agree. Now USI can say, hey, all these people that are making these pens, look at all these look devices that are now supporting And they USI. are. They're, they're getting new ODMs yeah. that are coming aboard every day. So that makes sense. I agree with Robbie yeah, that it was just... 
they said, hey, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then at that point in time did not realize what a big deal it would be. Yeah. Because yeah, it exactly. is a big deal. And once it's once it's widely available and works well, this should kind of change that in that yeah, we'll, side of we'll the look back next bit. year at this time and look back and be like, remember when there were no USI yeah. styluses yeah. available? Yeah. Now How weird was that? Now yeah. I can go to Walmart and buy one. Yeah. Right. I really yeah. think it's what it'll end up being. Right. So, folks, that's it for uh, this week's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Like we said up top, we have a awesome giveaway going on right now. We are giving away a Lenovo Chromebook Duet. So you definitely need to go get entered to win. Uh, I guess that's only going to have a week, one one more week, right? Because we, we said it, we're only going to do two weeks. You all told me two weeks. Yeah, I guess I mean, we could we extend to, it if we needed to, but yeah, we technically could. It seems like all the schools keep pushing back yeah, a little bit. We so might, maybe, we might move it. Might move uh, it a week. Maybe. maybe we'll give it another week because uh, we were assuming that mid uh, mid August would would everybody start back, back to school, yeah. but it's it, everybody keeps pushing back yeah. a little bit more. So. so we might give it another week, but you still need to go get entered to win, uh, regardless. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes. It's on the website. Back to school. You can search it. There's a video, but then down below that, there's some giveaway. Uh, we're using Gleam for that. So you'll see the little Gleam box like you normally do. So definitely go check that out. But thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to link everything down in the show notes for all the stuff we talked about. But we appreciate you all tuning in and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.